the greatest monsters to ever been seen. Nearly 100 years ago on the silver screen, Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman and more are brought to you from stories of yore, paving the way for scary movies now. Listen in and we will tell you how. Turn up the volume and grab your beer. Come with us for some old school fear. Happy Hour Podcast, first week of Spooky, as we talk Universal Monster Movies. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Happy Hour Podcast and the first episode of Happy Hour Ween. In in week one of this, we are diving into the Universal Studios Monsters Verse, and we are joined by a very special guest, uh, someone who's been on the show quite a few times, Jace Rayleigh. Tab's little baby bro, welcome back to the show, dude. What Hello, up? folks. Thanks for having me on. I'm happy to be here. Of course. Thanks yeah. for, for being and on the show. You guys invited me on a perfect time because I am a universal monster nerd. Snub. You can say snub. It's okay. <laughs> that, that, There's that, no judgment. That sounds offensive. <laughs> like, I'm kind of offended. I don't know. I've never heard snub. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. We, uh, we wanted you to be on this episode because of your vast knowledge of uh, Dracula, the Wolfman, Frankenstein's Frankenstein, monster, all of them. The bride, yeah, I, I, mummy. I, I, I've not. There's and there is a ton of Universal monster movies. I mean, I've seen all the ones like Dracula, Wolfman. I've seen all the sequels to those, but there's like other movies like uh, the Raven. Or no, sorry, that's not Universal. Uh, there's a uh, uh, Black Cat. I've yeah. seen that one, but there's a bunch of other ones. But we're if we're just going with the Universal monsters, the Invisible Man, dude. That I love that movie. It's yes, so, so good. Oh my god! Hell yeah, hell yeah! Well, we're excited to have you back, man. Thanks, guys. Again, happy to be here. For of sure. course. So, um, what are we sipping on tonight, gents? The huge. Twisted tea for you. Oh, of course. Of course. It's always tea time when it's recording time. <laughs> tea time. Tea time. Tea time. So, um, I actually found a um, a lager. Which is from the Duclaw Brewing Company out of Baltimore, Maryland. It's called Thirty One, and it's a pumpkin spiced lager. So you switched it up from White Claw to Duclaw. Yes. Okay. As long as there's a claw, there is no law. Mm. I got shot with that when you opened it. By the way, thank you. You're uh, welcome for that, yeah, Jace. You. I know that you're drinking on it. What do you think? I really enjoy it. Um, um, it's. Honestly, probably the second best pumpkin beer I've had this year, honestly. But, but I haven't went crazy this year on pumpkin beers. Yeah. Um, my number one is always going to be Dogfish Head Pumpkin Ale. See, I have to still try that one. I'm it's, not a huge ale kind of person, no, it's, but... It's, I mean, it's similar to this, but it's a, it, to me, you just you taste it, and it just tastes like Halloween. You brought that beer over here on Halloween last year. Yes, I did. I bring. I, I try yeah. to spread the word of it, dude. It's, it was really good. I love it. It's so good. That and then... Um, I'm gonna butcher the name probably. Shoffley, 
Shoffley's. Uh, Shoffly? Shoffly. Shoffly. I think yeah. it's pronounced Shoffly. Yeah, their pumpkin beer is really good, too. That's, yeah. The, yeah. I really do enjoy this one. This one's really good. I kind of like the, the small breweries that, that create beers and not like the big ones like uh, Sam Adams and, dude, and I, the Oktoberfest and shit. They don't well, taste right. Dude, I was just like, I was like I'm going to humor myself, and it was like cheaper, and I was like, you know what? This sounds fine. And I was I did the Oktoberfest. It's not. It used to be good before. Uh, the you Sam actually Hyde. had yeah. a taste bud yeah. for yeah, was, good it, shit. Well, dude, like uh, Am, before Amheiser, I think yeah, Amheiser Bush before they bought out Sam Adams, they used to be really good. Yeah. But once they bought them out, it's, commercialized. It yeah. just the taste just they did something and overproduction probably. The, yeah. It just, it's not good anymore. And I I I humored myself and bought their pumpkin. They have mm. a pumpkin beer. Yeah. Not good. Mm. The Sam Adams Oktoberfest, when it first came out, it was fantastic. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Every before uh, Amheiser bought them out, it was really yeah. good. I love. It was like a, I was like, yes, it's that time of year to have it. And it nah, it's just garbage not anymore. Now. I don't it, like it. It's shit now. I don't it's like it. shit. It used to be one of my favorite beers. I don't like it now. There's two that I actually enjoy, and it's from um, the Southern Tier Brewing Company. Yeah. Yes. No, one of uh, one of them is their Pump King. Mm. Ale, it's good, mm. but my absolute favorite is the Warlock Imperial Stout. See, I had that last year, and I did. I think I did like it last year, but I haven't. I haven't tried it this year. Well, again, I'm a stout girl, mm. and I, I will kill. I would die for a good stout like that. Ugh, I love stouts, mm. and this one has like pumpkin, and cinnamon, and and cloves, and it's just such a flavorful, thick chocolate delicious beer for me okay i got the the i got the back hint of of the the spice on this one it just kind of was like hey what's up pal i like it it's certainly better than those oh those were (coughs) fucking terrible the uh the goat man was good because it tasted like root beer no it no, the goat man tasted like maple syrup and pancakes. Oh yeah, one of them. One of them tasted like A and W. Yeah, one of them tasted like a Coke to me. It was like a a Coke. Coke yeah, might have been the chupacabra. Like a, yeah, I, yeah. Those are what are those called? Uh, the trick or treats. Yeah, trick or treats. Trick or treats seltzers. They're is that what they? Because like it was just like it tasted like there flat was, ciders, it, like just horribly flat. There was like, no flavor. I'll, I'll never buy them again, but they were no, fun to try. They really were. It, it was it was a flat. Well, there was no flavor when you drank it, mm-hmm. but on the exhale, there was flavor. We had... Um, the frog one tasted like a duty. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like stagnant pond water. It tasted I'm, like a poo-poo. If you're... you're <laughs> like, <laughs> it tasted like doo-doo. Oh, my God. It was so bad. Remember, I almost puked. Like, yeah. I said, I'm not giving this... Uh, this is not going to waste. I'm going to drink it, and it was... So, uh, I'm surprised you didn't throw it. That was the episode I threw up on. Uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, well, I thought it was. No, no, that was prior. It was the Big Nick when he was the shot out that week. Yeah, that was prior. No, Big Nick was the shot out that you threw up. Yeah. This was one that? was not Big Nick. No. Okay. No, this one was a couple weeks prior. This one was so gross. Like, I mean, a lot of them were gross, and some people were like, oh, it tastes like black licorice. It tastes like this. It tastes like There's that. There's no black licorice in any of those. And, no, technically, one of them was supposed to be black licorice, but I thought it was root beer. It tasted like root beer, oh. but it was supposed to be black licorice. But I love black licorice anyway. Yeah. So, but uh, one was like, what, lemon lime? One was... No, there was no lemon lime. Or no, it was orange and grapefruit and cherry, and it had like cherry pulp in it. And then yeah. the fuck... Fuck the frog 
The uh. it tasted like a poo poo. <laughs> it was it was fun. Like I said, it was fun just to try them out. And, oh yeah, you know it, it will never have them again. But you know, and it's something. It's cool. I love the little. The it's a fun cancer. sixer, though. It's a fun yeah. sixer. Yeah, it's, it's and I like the way. And I love how they were all cryptid themed. Yes, too. That was cryptids really cool. kick ass. I love cryptids. Oh yeah, we should totally do another episode in like November, December, cryptids. January of wanna, cryptids. Yeah, I should I go to cryptid? I want to go back. To, I, me and Angie went to Crypticon uh, pre-COVID. It was fun, dude. Yeah, I want to yeah, go to it's that. It's pretty so cool. Bad. I mean, some some weirdos, but but it was still <laughs> super fun. <laughs> I just want to sit in the desert and watch for UFOs. I want to go to Goatman's bridge and go fuck your bridge, mm. Goatman. Or Uncle Steve, he uh, he was telling me some stories that he's seen. Yeah, when he was yeah. at Kathy's, oh, he yeah. was telling me about him. Dude, yeah. I was so. Oh, oh yeah, that, that was like fucking bedtime that, stories for me. Dude, oh, I was yeah. like right in it because that's one of my favorite things is UFOs. Oh yeah, that man, that man needs a movie about him. Oh but, shit! But we're not here to talk about that. Nope. nope. We're here to talk about Dracula and the Wolfman and all his other buddies. Frankenstein's monster. The Invisible Man. The Invisible Man. The creature and my personal book. fave, the Creature from the Black Lagoon. The Creature. Gilman. So we'll get... Gilman. We'll, we'll get, <laughs> wait, isn't that the guy on Regis and Philbin? Regis, Regis Philbin and, Regis and Kathy, Kathy Lee Gifford. Get, 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 oh, Gil, the, the, the producer, producer guy. Yeah. Show, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he is the Creature. Yeah. Well, anyway, so you have some show notes. Let's dive into that. So, the origins of the Universal Monster movies. Universal started out by the name Independent Moving Pictures Company, IMP. Had only one horror film at this time, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, 1913. But, yep, yep, yep. Universal's earliest success in the horror genre was the historical drama The Hunchback of Notre Dame in 1923. Lon Chaney. Senior. Starring Lon Chaney. <laughs> Lon. Lon Chaney. <laughs> My country came out there, Lon Chaney. I like him as that dog dude. <laughs> Actually, it was Lon Chaney Jr. who was the dog dude. Well, he was walking with your queen. <laughs> and what was he doing? The Werewolves of London. The, yeah, Werewolves of London. Shout out, Pip. Oh. <laughs> The lavish production sets rebuilt 15th century Paris on an epic scale, even recreating the famed Notre Dame de Paris Cathedral. I'm going to skip to the very you end. said that really good. I'm impressed. Thank Say that you. again. Notre Dame de no, Paris. Not the Notre Dame part. De Paris. De Paris. No, you said it bad. De <laughs> I'm kidding. De Paris. De Paris. De Paris. Steve Perry. Said a shirt Notre Dame de Paris Cathedral. Dracaris. Dracaris. <laughs> it's all the same. It is. It's Valerian. <laughs> I love Valerian. Thank you. I'm going to skip to the end. Uh, I got to find a spot. Cheney, who was a freelance player at the time of Phantom of the Opera's production, eventually signed a contract with Metro Goldwyn Mayer MGM. and MGM mm -hmm. and could no longer produce character roles for the Universal pictures his death in 1930 ended any possibility of his leaving mgm for another studio yep. and universal turned their attention to other actors such as german character actor conrad veit conrad veit mm -hmm. who had appeared in the 1920 germans expressionist horror right. masterpiece the doctor of cabinet the cabinet of dr caligari that's das a good ass movie it's strange das cabinet the 
Dr. Calgary, The Cabinet of Dr. Calgary, and starred in 1928's universal horror film The Man Who Laughs. I've not seen that, and I want that's the that's where they got the idea for the Joker. I was it, literally yep, just about it to was. say that's where that is yep. the, who the Joker is based off of. Yeah, yep. I've laughs. never seen that movie, and I really want to. It's that, creepy. It's creepy. Oh, of course. I watched it on YouTube for free. Really? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh, well, of course it's on YouTube for well, free. Uh, well, mm, yeah, if you could sit through it. It was yeah. a long time ago. Oh, okay. So, number two, what is considered a universal monster movie? Universal Classic Monsters, also known as Universal Monsters and Universal Studio Monsters, is a media franchise based on a series of horror films primarily produced by Universal Pictures from the 1930s until the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Although not initially conceived as a franchise, the enduring popularity and legacy of the films and the characters featured in them has led to the studio's market them under the collective brand name of Universal Studio Monsters. Steve Jones of USA Today describes Universal's most famous monsters as pulp... Cut. I just hear him screaming. Ew, gross! (laughs) (laughs) Steve Jones of USA Today described Universal's most famous monsters as pop culture icons, Mm -hmm. specifically... Specifically Dracula, Frankenstein, the creature from the Black Lagoon, the mummy, and the wolfman. Yeah. We did not talk about the mummy. We didn't bring him up. I said the mummy. Did you? Mm-hmm. I did. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Yeah, because Universal, uh, it was Universal Studios became, uh, was it? They When they changed their name, Universal Pictures. Pictures in 1962. So, like, that's where, like, some people, because, like, mm-hmm. even, because Universal. Studios like Universal Monsters because they had like they had some of the sci-fi like Tarantula and, yeah like, some of the sci-fi ones so sometimes those are again depends what you do how you feel but sometimes they consider those Universal monsters. Did Universal do the Blob? No, I didn't think so. No, no, not they, did they not. didn't do Kong and Zilla either, did they? Uh, yes. Well, Universal Universal, Universal was part of the yeah they took, they assisted they took part of it because if you watch Univers- if you watch uh, Kong versus Godzilla yeah you hear some samples you hear like music samples and scenes from like Creature from the Black Lagoon and right. some Invisible Man I think, I think they kind of used old stock music from previous yep. films yep 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 I gotcha so according to IMDb as of today. October 7th, mm. <laughs> 2022. Number 10. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Have any of y'all seen that? Yes. No. Once. I have not. It is, it's, it's an epic picture. It really is. It's really good. Lon Chaney is phenomenal. It got a 7.2. Mm-hmm. The Wolfman, number 9. Wow. 7.2. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yes. Number 8. Personal favorite. Uh, So funny. Dracula got a 7.4. Phantom of the Opera, 7.5. Incredible Shrinking Man got a 7.6. Now, are these IMDb scores? Yes. Okay. Uh, Number four, The Invisible Man at 7.6. Absolutely. Number three, The the Man Who Laughs, 7.7. Yikes. Wow. And the top two. 
The Bride of Frankenstein at 7.8 and Frankenstein at 7.8 as number one. And we learned that uh, Frankenstein has a perfect 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yes. Uh, That's strange because... Actually, they're outside of Frank... They're all in the high 90s, Mm -hmm. mid mid to high 90s. The the good ones that Mm -hmm. I just listed, yeah. Well, uh, the ones that we watched uh, throughout the week Mm -hmm. on Peacock, Mm -hmm. Dracula... Uh, Wolfman, Wolfman mm-hmm. Dracula, yep. Dracula has like a 90, 90, 98. 98. Uh, Wolfman has a 94. 96. It was 94. I 94. thought it was 96. No, uh, The Mummy has a 96. Mm. Uh, and I'm surprised The Mummy isn't on this one. Uh, um, Bride has a 98 and Frankenstein has a perfect 100. 100. Well, I, I, I mean, I know that's probably the question is later, but the first Frankenstein is my favorite Universal mm. Monster movie. That is is my, that's my number one favorite. I It's a great movie. I love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. And the uh, It's Alive scene is not only one of the most iconic scenes in that particular universe, mm. but in film History. In, in general. Oh, yeah. Dude, that, that whole movie. Well, I mean, again, well, those, and that's the thing with Universal Monsters, because like, anytime people hear Frankenstein, they think of Boris Karloff. Boris yeah. Karloff's Frankenstein. Dracula, when they hear Dracula, they think of Bela Lugosi's style, you know, the widow's peak and, yeah. you know, the strong features. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks of that. So anytime, so yeah, that's... Frankenstein is just such an iconic yes. fucking film. I'll, it is. It's my favorite, hands down. I know that's for questions later, but it's definitely. About uh, 20 years ago, me and Nick, after we graduated high school, we went to Universal Studios nice. for like a week after after uh, high school graduation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went to this. One of the things they had there at that time, it was kind of like a, a Universal Studios Hall of Fame-like museum. Yes. Like all of the, throughout time. Since Universal's been in existence, mm-hmm. some of their most iconic like moments they have like stuff from from films, and uh, before you go in, they have like this big tribute to themselves. Mm. And one of the things that was in that video mm. is the "It's Alive" scene. Oh, dude! Like Colin Clive, who the actor who played Doctor Frankenstein, is like, he phenomenal. And like, he he died in 1937 of he had tuberculosis. Was that? I thought he he was an alcoholic. Well, he that drank, too. He drank himself to death. That I, too, but the, the TB is what killed him. I believe Bride of Frankenstein was his last film role. Yeah, because I mean, and that's the thing too. If you watch Bride of Frankenstein, you can see he's deteriorating. Mm. Yeah. His eyes are dark. Like you can just tell he's. You and know, uh, he had he was having like a issues with like a broken leg that he had, and that's why in that film you see him like sitting down or laying down a lot. Yeah, you're correct. Because Bri- he yeah, was nursing he, he leg. Is, yeah, he was sitting down a lot in Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, yes, yeah, he had a broken leg. Mm-hmm. Yep. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Bride is great, dude. Honestly, I think the 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 three the we can the get trilogy? to our top. Yeah, but the trilogy because you got Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. I think Son of Frankenstein is extremely underrated. I never saw that one. It's I haven't seen really that one good. Yet. It's Bela. It's I personally I think it's Bela Lugosi's best. Opaeus. I think he he does such a great Igor in it. He's I'll have phenomenal. to see it. Oh, Bela Lugosi was Igor. Yes. Martin Freeman's my favorite Igor. <laughs> Walk this way. No, this way. Come Walk on. this way. The one that our son can quote? No, I, yes. Uh, you know what? I think I butchered it because his name is not Igor. <laughs> I'm singing and Brianna's getting excited. Frau Brucher. 
And then he What's smiles. Your, it is. You're right. It is Igor. You like uh, you're right. In hay? So Bela Lugosi plays that yes, role? He plays, yeah, he plays Igor in Son of Frankenstein. That's kind and, of a minor role for him because yeah, well, of was, as big well, a name as he is in that particular uh, genre, though. It is. Well, that's it's, the thing, though, because uh, Son of Frankenstein, if I'm correct, came please. out 39. So, But Bela Lugosi, really his biggest role was Dracula. And yes. right after that, he... And, Boris Karloff kind of took the light from him, and so yeah. he started getting minor roles. Well, but Basil Rothborn, I, can't, I never can say his last name right. Basil Rothborn uh, was played, I can't remember his name, but he is the son of Frankenstein. Yeah. And uh, But uh, him and Boris Karloff both got yelled at the studio because they were giving Bela Lugosi a shortcut on the money. Really? And they got together. They're like, no, they're like, this man deserves more. Because Bela Lugosi was just busting out B-horror movies. He played, I mean, he's in The Wolfman, but he's only in The Wolfman for literally, like, legit, like, not even two minutes. Like, blink right. and you miss him. Yeah, like, he's in it for, like, two minutes. Wasn't so, he like, the gypsy guy? Yeah, he was uh, uh-huh. Bela. Yeah, he this, was Bela. Bela, was Bela, in, Bela yeah. the gypsy. Yeah, he was the one that bit Lawrence Tallboy right. and got turned him into... The Wolfman, right? Um, but he was taking minor roles at the time, and they were just like, "No, we." They got they yelled at the studio. They're like, "No, give this guy a better cut." And I think Bela Lugosi, Mert, he's great in that movie. Well, yes. and when he was in that one with Boris Karloff, uh, I know people wanted him to be in that, uh, but they ended up because of you know it's Bela Lugosi. Uh, well, Bela Lugosi as the monster. No, it uh, Son of Frankenstein. I oh think yeah, yeah. It was what it was, but uh, Boris Karloff ended up getting top billing in that. Well, yeah, well, but that's the thing too, because like even Boris Karloff is barely in that movie too. The monster's barely yeah. in that movie. It, that movie is more, but it's like, the tra- names. Yeah, it's well, the it's names. more drama. Bas- Basil Rothmore definitely he's the main character. Yeah, and if you I, if you watch the movie, uh, his son who's a little kid in it, he's the voice of Bambi. No really? shit. Yep, and he's still alive today, and he still goes to ha- horror cons. And oh shit! Okay. Uh, yeah. Boris Karloff's daughter does that as well. Yes, she does. Oh, God, I can't remember her name now. And so does Bela Lugosi's son. Yes, he he's does. He's still alive. Uh, Lon Chaney's nephew goes to horror cons, and yeah. like he's kind of carrying the name and doing stuff like that. Yeah, I think I believe it's his nephew. Or there and there's like a Universal Studios monster, uh, kids monsters, kind of uh, like a. a I don't know if it's like a group or something like that. I was reading about it the other day, uh, but it's it was founded and it's currently run by Lugosi's son, mm-hmm. Karloff's daughter, and uh, Cheney's nephew. Yeah, I, be- I believe it's his nephew. Like the three of them, like yeah, started this together. Yeah, right. they, to carry on their family they're, legacy. Yeah, they're they're the ones that are carrying on the legacy. Um, the so what's next? I, I also just want to say, if you guys want to take a look at my makeup, you can look at our Instagram. Uh, the can, Happy Hour Instagram? Happy Hour Instagram. You can look at also the Happy Hour Twitter, uh, because I did my makeup tonight in honor of black and white. Which you did do a fantastic job. Well, thank you. Yeah, for really- you people listening, today's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Sucks to be you, cuss for us. It's Friday. Fuck you. Woo! Pour up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can pour up on a Tuesday. I mean, it, there's never a wrong time to not pour up unless That's you're fair. at work or driving. Well, <laughs> not with that attitude. Dude, your dog's farts smell like rotten onions. Yeah, you're welcome. What's next on our agenda? Um, I mean, we could also talk about our top five. Let's do. Mm. Uh, again, taking from pub time, five, five for five. Let's let our guests go first. Absolutely. Okay, it's really... Unless you're not... 
ready. It, I, I think I've got it because it. Uh, it we'll does start flush. with number five. Yeah. Oh, so oh, yeah. do I? Oh, so we kind of go like. Well, so you I can go, go like I go five, you go five, he goes yep. five. Okay, yeah, cool. We we'll can do, do that. that. All right, cool. Wow, because my number five is you can justify why you put that movie at that spot if you want to, but you don't have to. Man, but okay, before so before we do that, before mm-hmm. we get into the five for fives, let's take a quick pause for our sponsors over at Bosky Coffee. Shout out to you, Brandon. You're the goat. Brandon, you're awesome. Bosky Coffee, you guys are all awesome. For We're- the fucking win. Break time. We at Happy Hour Podcast are proud to announce that we are now sponsored by one amazing coffee company. Bosky Coffee. Bosky Coffee Roasters began several years ago in a small town in central New Mexico. Born out of their love and passion for great coffee, the desire to make sure they knew where their coffee is coming from and that it is ethically sourced. Bosky buys only the best Arabica beans, blending and roasting each small batch personally. They only use the highest quality extracts and flavors for their flavored coffees. They have tons of types of coffee and flavors. Like single origin. Premium roast like their breakfast blend and espresso. Flavored coffees like their most popular High Mountain Pinion Coffee, which uses real New Mexican pinions for an authentic Southwestern flavor. Oh, and teas. You can shop online at BoskyCoffeeRoasters.com. That is B-O-S-Q-U-E CoffeeRoasters.com. Use promo code Hour upon checkout for 10% off your purchase. Enjoy coffee the way it should be. Simple and delicious. And we're back. And we're back. Is that the coffee you got me? Yes, it is uh, the coffee that I, we got you. Yes, it is very delicious, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking ruined it. <laughs> we are talking about the Universal Monster Movies. <laughs> I could talk about Universal Monster movies forever, dude. I love these movies. I know, but we're on a clock here, so. I know. know. (laughs) Nah, we got plenty of time. Let's go. We'll do a sequel bonus episode. Oh, Jesus. And just let Jace go. There we go. I'm dead serious, dude. There's there's the world record episode right there. It's just Jace (laughs) talking about this. 40 hours. 40 hours. I mean, I really could, man. Like, I mean, like, I remember, because, well, see, that's the thing. Most people, when they got into the Universal Monsters, they were like a kid. And yeah. I, the, I, my, I seen images because it was like '98, and I remember seeing they, they were re-releasing the Universal Monsters on VHS in like the late '90s, and I remember seeing a trailer for the Wolfman, and I was just captivated by that image, and I was like, I want to go as the Wolfman for Halloween. And that year, that was probably my favorite costume as a kid. Yeah, I was ten, and I dressed up as the Wolfman. We got like fake hair, and we did the fake. You know, makeup. And oh, I figure. remember that. Yeah. yeah. That was my favorite. Co- to the shredded arms on the claw. What year was that? 98. Oh, I, so was, I was like. I was Sting. You were Sting. <laughs> the wrestler, <laughs> not the singer. Right. <laughs> I'm on it. But yeah, so, but then um, it was years later. Uh, I was probably like 19, 20 or something like that. My ex-girlfriend, her mom was like, Cunt. have you ever seen, uh, no, have you ever seen, uh, uh any of the Dracula or Frankenstein, the original. And I was you like, no. Dracula. And so she, she let me, uh, her mom let me borrow it. 
And ever since then, man, I was just like, I got to see every bit of them. Um, and I, you know, read books about them and watched documentaries and it's just, I, I love these movies, man. They just, they take me to a time where, you know, that's no longer here. They, uh, I don't know, they just put me in a different place and, you know, I don't have to, and it's cool because for me, I don't have to watch them all on Halloween. Yeah. But I feel like they're seasonal movies too. Like, I can watch, I like watching them during seasons. I like watching The Invisible Man during winter just because the beginning of the movie, it opens up and there's snow. And then at the end of the movie, there's snow. Uh, you know, the creatures definitely like, a, definitely summer, summer ween movie. Yeah. It's all summer, you know. I mean, you can watch, I can watch, I mean, again, I can watch these any time of the year, but. Uh, obviously, Frankenstein's the October Halloween spooky season. Dracula is the same thing, but I just, I don't know. Love these movies. Um, I'm going to stop rambling on. No, <laughs> see, I, I have to agree with you on that. Uh, it It's better to watch them, like, this time of year. but It's fun to watch them this time of year. See, like, for me, I could it could be, you know, the middle of April, and I'll throw it in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But it, it feels, feels better. Right. It feels right. It feels better to watch it. Now, yeah, it's here fun. in October. Well, but I mean, but that's another thing too, because like, well, that's the thing because you see Frankenstein. You know, when you know, when you see decorations, you know, you see masks at stores and stuff. You see the Frankenstein's monster. You see Wolfman. You see Dracula. You see creatures. You see all this stuff, and you know, it's just like, oh, I need to watch those movies, or oh, you know. So it's we associate Halloween and this time of year with the Universal monsters. Yeah. If, if you're, if, I mean, that's, again, you have to realize that there was a, a, a time, like, our generation really enjoyed the Universal Monsters, but then there's a generation in between us that didn't. Like, I, I don't hear a lot of 20, 21 to 25, 27 year olds who actually talk about it. Well, yeah, kind of, but also I think because that's the thing too. Because like you know, if you look at a lot of like punk rockers and stuff like that, they're wearing you know they have like you know I, I see a lot of metalheads and punk rockers with like universal you know Frankenstein yeah. tattoos and stuff. So like I'm not saying that you know that they're not into it or you know that they don't watch the movies, but like it's almost like they're just such an icon. Like those yeah. characters are such an icon that people will wear a Frankenstein shirt and have never seen the, any of the Frankenstein movies. It you know, and it's it's one of those things like you want to be, what well, you, I don't want to say you want to be, but it's hard not to be a like a gatekeeper with that kind of stuff. No, because of what it is in the horror movie industry. I mean, for it's, God, for God's sakes, like you know, Frank, I would consider Frankenstein up there. The it's, it's Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein, I say, with Wizard of Oz. It's just oh, that, 100%. it's just that iconic, you know. Like honestly, I feel like the sets from Bride of Frankenstein, when you know the the monsters, uh, you know, running away from the mob, it just to me it just feels like a straight scene that could have came out of the Wizard of Oz. Which, excuse me, but um, so I don't know. I can ramble on about those movies. Well, I love it's it's like. Bef were there horror movies before that? Yes. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, the first the ever well, the, the first ever horror movie came out in the year eighteen ninety six. Okay, now have you all seen the... House of the Devil? Okay, uh, have you seen the Frankenstein? Oh, but um, but those movies, Universal Studios is where 
horror really started. Well, because Dracula was the first talkie horror movie. Yes. That was the first talkie horror movies. And that's why, like, I love Dracula. But um, the thing is, like, you can, when you watch it, you, Todd Browning, who is from Louisville, Kentucky, the director, he was a silent film horror movie. He was a silent film director, not horror, but he was a silent film director. And when you watch that movie, you could definitely tell it, it pretty much it is a silent yeah it's a silent hor- it's a silent movie with no the only music is in the beginning of the movie where they play the song from swan lake yes and it's in like that uh, they play that in that and then i believe in the mummy the original mm-hmm. mummy oh that but, song was in both mm-hmm, they use both in okay. the both intros but um but yeah and what's great and if anybody who's listening to this if you watch Dracula, try to listen to find the Dracula with Philip Glass uh, score behind it. They when they re-released the Dracula movie in like again the late '90s, it was like '99, I think, or '90. It was '99, I believe. Um, uh, Philip Glass, who's a composer, and he's done movies. Great, weird composer, but great. He did uh, Philip Glass and the String Quartet. Uh, I'm gonna butcher it. Cornos String Quartet. Uh, they did a sound. They did. They he did a score for Dracula, and you cannot when you watch it with that score. That music is beautiful, powerful. Haunting. It is, and it adds so much to that movie. I can watch that movie without it, but if I'm given the choice, I am watching it with the with score. It, I, just it, because like, it's so moving it's, and it's so beautiful. It like, makes it. I, it I, I, I fall. I can. I, I, during spooky season, I listen to that when I go to sleep. I listen nice. to that and the Sleepy Hollow soundtrack. Oh, of course. Yes, the Sleepy Hollow soundtrack kicks ass. Do you know one of my favorite things about the Frankenstein movie, though? What's that? That there is almost no music in it at all. Yeah, same thing. Through the movie. Oh, it's the you same get, thing. You yeah. get room tone through the whole thing, and it really gives you a great experience to watch it. it yeah. It, it, it does, but I think the thing is, is that, and that's what makes the director, James Whale, he just, he dominated because, and that's what, I mean, he does what dominated is because uh, Todd Browning was such he was a, he was a silent film director and when you watch Dracula you get that silent film essence. feeling you get an but when you and, but when you watch Frankenstein there's just so much more going on like yeah. it's it's like you know there's so much Dracula, you're so focused visually than you would ex- be visually and audio. Exactly, and in Dracula, there's a lot of scenes where it's drawn out and the cameras move in, and the you know, panning, yep, the the panning, yeah, you know, the timing, the the yep, yep. like oh, Dracula's walking from the tree to the house. We right. have to have something to fill. Right. But that's but that's what makes it. You know, it's that atmosphere. But I think Frankenstein has atmosphere too. Yeah. But, but there's more going on with Frankenstein from shot to shot than right, there exactly. was with Dracula. Yeah, Dracula, it was like, I'm going to stand here and stare at you and be creepy. Right. You can't have, you, right. you cannot not have course, music. And of course, you know, it was an adaptation. It was basically an adaptation because it was a play. You know, they, right. they used the play. So if you watch a lot of the scenes, it's it looks like you could, it's like you're watching the play. Right. You know, things are in the one room, one in the right. other. But and it's going from scene to scene yep. and not like not fluidly to where like most movies right. go. Like I'm going to walk over here and the camera's going to follow me. It's like, no, right. this one shot, we're going to take the shot right here and then we're going to cut and then mm. go to the next shot. Mm. Yep. It's great. I so uh, what's your what's your top five? 
Okay, so we're just going five, well, let's, five four, three, two, one. Well, let's each do five, 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 okay. four, four, four. We'll go around the bin. Well, I was going to have him do fives, mm, like God. five, one through five, and then I'll go one through five, and you go okay. one or through either five. Either or. Oh, we want to do that? Yeah, Or we do you want to? Or are, we can. I, I like, I, let's do, let's five, do five, 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 okay. five. We're 33 four, minutes four. in. Okay. We have plenty of time. Oh, yeah, we Okay, do. cool. So, again, it's, it's, oh, God. Yeah, it changes, dude. It, it's so hard, but like. <laughs> So what I got for my five, it's between two because it's, and I watched this, and maybe could just because I watched it yesterday, but five is toss up between two of them is Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Okay. To me, I don't know. I, I, it's That's when Universal started, because it's the sequel to the Wolfman. It's a great crossover. Yeah, that was, see, it, it that, that was that's the first. That's the original cro- crossover. It, it is. No, it yeah. absolutely is. It Before you, you know, before uh, Avengers, before Marvel, before all that stuff. Right. Anything that was the first crossover, and people were just like, "What?" And people rushed to the theaters to see it. Yes, that movie has its flaws, one hundred percent. But to me, it's just a fun. Like you get to see the werewolf transformation. It's better. exciting. Yeah, you get to see the werewolf train because you don't see the werewolf. You only in the rich, in the first Wolfman, you don't see his. The only transformation you see is his feet. Yeah, his feet turn into the Wolfman. You don't see, but in the uh, Frankenstein meets Wolfman, you see Lon Chaney go through the transformation. Yeah, you and and even another thing, you know, in the original Wolfman, there's no full moon. Correct? Really, there's not a shot of nope. a full moon in the oh. original Wolfman. So and in this one, you definitely see it. You see it in that one, and just like I don't know, just the beginning of the movie, when the two grave robbers are going through the cemetery, spooky. It's just so spooky. Like it's it gives just perfect. you that. Yeah, it gives me that. Like it's just like oh fuck yeah. I guess maybe, man. I guess I should. I chose that one because maybe it's spooky season, and like that's a movie that like I love to watch during spooky season. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> I. So I guess I would take that off, and I guess I would have to put Dracula as number okay. five. Yeah, Dracula okay. with with Philip Glass. I put with Philip Glass score with the Philip Glass score because I mean I love that movie, but like the score just it. I, it hits. It hits. I recommend anybody has watches it. Watch it if if you've seen it. Without the score, watch it with the score. It's so good. Makes it worth it. But, yeah. So, that, that that's my number five, I would have to say, I guess. All Oof. Right. All right. Tap, what's your number five? My number five would be The Wolfman. Okay. Mm. The original Wolfman. Love it. I think it's a great movie. Um, it definitely doesn't have... It's It was... That was the movie... I, I, if I can't remember if I'm wrong, I think Pearl Harbor just happened like literally days before that movie came out yeah. yeah so it had that like so that was like 1940 four four no 40, no 41 41 okay yeah so yeah so i think pearl harbor almost if i'm correct i think pearl harbor just happened but like you can tell that like it you can tell that the class like the old 30s was gone yeah you can tell it was gone it was Wolf, over yeah but also too the wolfman was the first original, well, not based off a book. No, it, it was, was it just was a, original. an original idea. Yeah, the guy who wrote the script was actually escaped because that movie's kind of like it's got like Nazi undertones. Undertones. To it. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy who wrote the script uh, escaped Nazi Pol- it, Poland or Germany? Uh, Germany. Germany. I think it's Nazi Germany. I think it was it was concentration. Concentration. Yeah, he, camp yeah, he well, he thing? escaped it before it got to it him, got before to it got point. to his family, and so he wrote that you know the wolf because Nazis wear like you know kind of right kind of thing like that. So it was kind of so it has and then the like gypsies. The Nazi- he actually mm-hmm. probably got to mm-hmm. hit the gypsies head on. Yeah, the the history of it. He was a Jewish. 
he was. <laughs> yeah, and I felt bad. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but no, I I just I like the vibe a bit. I like the I like the um, the acting in it. I like the way that they just kept up with it with the acting. It wasn't like there wasn't any down moments. There wasn't um, you know the lagging of it. The actresses, the actors, like everybody in it had a part to play. It wasn't like, uh, they're a side character. It, it was, you know, the gypsy woman, the the man who was the original werewolf, oh. the the wolf man, his the woman that um, he was in love with, and it was just it was constant, bam, 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 bam. Well, the, the gypsy woman, Maliva, and I can't remember her name, but thought she's phenomenal. Oh man, she she was actually younger than she played. Looked. Yeah, she was. Wait, she was. I think she was Lon Chaney's age. Oh, or no, wow. no, 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 no. She was just a little bit older than Lon Chaney. I but still, I mean, the the whole entire like, the vibe, the feeling, the the angles. Like, I just I loved the whole movie. It was great. Yeah, Wolfman's great. What's yours, Mike? Mine is Bride of Frankenstein. Okay, great movie, dude. It's as some people say. There's a lot of people that say it's better better than the first. I won't go that far. I, I like think it's the, more it's more entertaining than the first. It is, but what I really like about it is it you you've got this this reanimated creature who can barely even think for his own self and you humanize him by giving him a love interest. Well, the love interest, yeah, that that comes towards or like, a partner. A part, kind well, of that thing. that comes closer towards the end. But well, in I guess Ben movie when uh, Dr. Pretorius tells him, you know, he's like I'm going to make a a I'm gonna make another person like you. And yeah. He's like, you make a friend like me. He's like, and make man like me. He's like, no, and woman. And it's the original uh, female horror icon. It's uh, it's the first. Uh, nope, no, it's not. Who's the first? Wait, oh my god. Uh, can one of y'all look it up? Uh, as far as, as far Dr- as Dracula's daughter. Oh. Well, no, I mean, like as far as like a main character goes, a main well, title character. Well, no, I, mean, I was just, yeah. Well, I was just look up Dracula's daughter. What year did that come out? That's what I'm trying to think. Uh, I can't remember. Thirty six. And Bride was thirty. Uh, it would be. Yeah, you're quicker on your phone than me. Thirty five. Okay, so then yeah, so you're right. Very yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Try to fact check me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, that's actually, I think, a good movie too. Is Dracula's daughter. I think that's that's. I never saw it. It's good, man. It's actually got like kind of like homoerotic le- uh, lesbian undertones. Lesbian undertones. Yeah. Well, so see, does, that's the one that Angie told me about, and I never got around to see it yet. It's good, man. It's I good. know. I, I want it's, to it's, see it's, it. It's. I mean, it's. It's. It's definitely not. It's because it's. It. It's kind of like Halloween too. It continues the night that Dracula got murdered, gotcha. or that that Dracula died. Gotcha. And it continues on. Technically, it's a sequel. Oh, it is. It is one hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. It is because I think. Well. I probably because thank you for reminding me because uh, Bride did so well they were like oh shit let's make another sequel for Dracula yeah so and it, it's good it's it's is it as good as Bride as Frankenstein I don't think so I don't think so but no it's, Bride is a great film right but Bride that was Dracula, but that uh, was uh, I mean but that was uh, uh, James Whale the director that was his opus like I think it is like yeah. I mean definitely like I said I love Frankenstein more but Bride of Frankenstein he got they basically he had full control. Of that movie, because Frankenstein, mm-hmm. they were like, "No, you can't do this." Because like, even when he shot the in uh, Frankenstein, where he's like, "It's alive, it's alive," yeah. he says, "In the name of God, now I know what it feels like to be God." And and the, when they first released it in theaters, people were so shocked by that because, oh my God, that's blasphemous. So when yeah. they re-released it in like the late '30s, 
uh, this before the Wolfman came out because th- when they re-released it in theaters, they cut that scene out mm-hmm. because it was so blasphemous and it freaked people out. It was stuff like that was pretty controversial back mm-hmm. in the '30s. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but so, but he also, but he had full control of Bride of Frankenstein. And again, that's another movie that has homosexual, homo, homo erotic, homo erotic, homo undertones. undertones. Yeah, undertones. Because James Well was a homosexual. Oh. He was a openly gay man. Yeah. In Hollywood, and of course, like people for first were like, oh, ugh, ugh. but then once he did Frankenstein and he was bringing Universal money, they were like, oh, yeah, go uh, whatever. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, suck, whatever. Suck, suck a dick. I don't care. Do you, <laughs> do you, man? Do you? Yeah, exactly. They were like, all right, do what you do. Keep bringing. Just don't money. make this movie suck the way you do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your number four, Jace? Um, Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein because that is a Universal Monster movie. Not to skip you, babe, but same. That's number four. That's my number four. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, yeah, that, I, that was the that was the first. Uh, it's Universal- Abbott and Costello, dude. Right, that was the first Universal Monster movie. Okay, yeah, that was the first one I ever saw because you know, me, we rented it. Back in the day, because mom and dad was talking about it. And you know, Abbott and Costello is like, no, 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 let's go watch it. And we rented it. The first time I ever saw it was with you. Yeah. Oh, really? I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, we were living at uh, Park Lake then. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a long fucking time. It was like 10 years ago. It was probably when I was haunt night and you guys were hanging out. Oh, which, ironically, that was Bela Lugosi's second time playing Dracula. Oh, shit. Okay. That was his second time. He only played Dracula twice. And uh, Rest in Power King. Mm Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, my number four is Dracula. Oh hell yeah, fucking a! I That's mean, funny. I honestly, I I love Bella Lugosi's Dracula. Like it, phenomenal. He created that character. <laughs> he embodied that character. He created no the creeper one, in the window. No one to this day could carry it. The closest that would be able to would be Gary Oldman. Uh, yep, at Cowabunga. Yeah. But no, I yeah, it's okay. We're good. Uh, But no, I think I think he like he made he set the tone. He set the bar high as Dracula. Not only that, but fucking Renfield. God, Dwight Fry. Damn, love rush. I love Dwight Fry. (laughs) He it disappoints me so bad. That he got typecasted because of Dracula. They were Ugh. like, "Oh, they're like, you play such a good, you know, secondary weird creep. We'll make you the hunchback guy in, uh, yeah, in uh, Frankenstein." And they're yeah. like, "Okay." And then he just got lower parts and lower parts. He's in uh, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. He's in like a scene for like two seconds. He, he's in the Invisible Man. He's like a, a he just news had, reporter. Yeah, he had he like just, small cameos. Yeah, it was bad, and he. He was such an underrated actor. He like, really was, and he was a he was a, a character actor, and he did theater, and uh, it depresses me, man. Because like I would love to see it. He's in another movie. If you if you really like Dwight Fry, he's in another movie called um, oh, Shit. It's not Universal, but it's uh, it's like Dead Men Walk. I think um, I gotta look it up. But he he plays like a Renfield yeah, type, type character, character in the movie. It's him and. Um, I think Glenn Strange might. No, he's not in the movie. I'm thinking of some other one, but he is in this one. I'll I'll have to look it up. But yeah, I Dwight Fry is just Renfield as Renfield. Phenomenal. He was one of the best parts of that to me, honestly. Oh, dude, no. He when I seen it, he hooked me. He hooked me. Please do not kill me, spiders, rats, rats, thousands, (laughs) millions millions of them. Yes, I love him, dude. That was a that was an award winning performance that he brought oh, to the dude. table. I thought you know? so too, he, man. I mean, he yeah, crushed it. 
Mm-hmm. And I, that's that's why Dracula is my fourth because not only Bella Lugosi is Dracula and set that fucking shit, mm. Dwight Fry, but Dwight Fry yeah, as Renfield. I, I, oh. I agree. I completely forgot about Dwight Fry, man. I fucking I love like him. such a handsome man too. He even though he looked creepy and he was weird and creepy, he was he's such god he's such a he's a i feel he's a method actor that's what that's what i meant to say yeah he was a method a method actor to where he sets himself in that character Mm -hmm. and keeps going after they say cut Mm, yeah he's walking around on set just acting as renfield i think absolutely i believe it dude yeah and if 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 you're a method actor you're that's that's the good shit right there (laughs) it can be it, it is but, but it, it can, can be, fuck it, with you. It can. I it mean, can. Yeah, if it can. You got to know when, when and to how turn to it off. turn it on, turn it off. Yeah. Again, yeah. like the haunt industry, you got to know when to turn it to fuck off. Or like Kenny mm-hmm. Rogers, you got to know when to hold him, know when to know fold him. Fold him. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Kenny Rogers. This is the back catcher's trick. trick. <laughs> this, is the the mirror. Mirror. this is the dairy challenge. <laughs> 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 Rest what's, in peace, Kenny. <laughs> what's your number four? He's a, uh, it was Ivan and Costello. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah mine that's was right, that's Costello. right, that's right. So we'll, All right, we'll so throw number it back three. to Chase, number three. All right. Wolfman. Wolfman. I think Wolfman's number three. Okay. Oh, um, I don't know. It was its original. It was its own. I like the fact that it's original and a standalone, that yeah, no, no one else had ever done it before, no. and they brought something new to the table. It wasn't a script. It wasn't a play. It wasn't right. a, a book. Um, yeah, and I don't know, man. Just like... Uh, uh, Jack Pierce, the makeup artist who did all those Universal monster movies, because mm-hmm. he he took over Lon because Lon Chaney did his own makeup. Yeah, and uh, once Lon Chaney died, uh, they were like, "We need someone to do makeup," and Jack Pierce stood jumped in and he did all the monsters. I think he did do Bela Lugosi, but Bela such light makeup. Bela he did his makeup when he because Bela Lugosi played Dracula, right and theater for right. so many years and that's why he fought to play dracula and they, originally they wanted lon cheney to play dracula, dracula. and he was going to play dracula i but well again and that was going to be lon cheney's first talkie film before he died gotcha. but once he died they were like shit who are we going to pick and so they were like well this guy named bela lugosi from you know this uh uh immigrant where they were like we're let's, oh, yeah. he's been playing Dracula and people love it and they're like all right well let's get this guy he knows the parts he knows the scenes he knows the every he knows the script and so, his soothing Hungarian accent yeah and of course <laughs> and because of that anybody who plays anybody who talks like Dracula oh 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 they talk like Bela Lugosi yeah I want to suck your blood which he never said ever nope he has never said any it's I think it's Mina. No, do not look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your number three tab? Bride of Frankenstein. You guys have already talked about it. Oh, God, I love and again. Like I said, all these switches, man, because they're all. Well, uh, there's so many good ones. There my is. number three has yet to be talked about. Creature from, from the, Black the Black Lagoon. Lagoon. False. Oh. Oh. Mine is. But you're on the right track with the full body makeup, oh. and that's Mr. Karloff when he's wrapped up in Lennon's as the, the fucking mummy. mummy. I really like The Mummy. It is a great film. I think when I went to... St- my The thing is, when I first saw it, I had this idea that it was going to be Boris Karloff as like a wrapped in body bandages yep. the entire movie. But it's not. He's, <coughs> the only time he's wrapped in bandages is that first scene, but that first scene is so fucking good. 
It is a great it's, scene. And that guy, the the guy, I can't remember his name, but he where he's like hysterically laughing. He's like, he, he wanted to go for a walk. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, uh, God. Yeah. See, and I feel like The Mummy is so... Is so underrated? Underappreciated. Underappreciated. In this particular universe. Right. Well, and that's another one that whenever people think of the mummy, they think of Lon Chaney Jr. as the mummy, where he's walking around and he's limping and stumbling. Stuff like that. Yeah. Stumbling. Yeah. yeah, which those are fun. I like those movies, too. I, like, I love all the sequels. And all these, I love all the sequels to these, except for The Creature Walks Among Us. That one... Uh, I've never seen it. I've never seen weird. that one. It's weird. It's so weird. They burn the creature. Uh, they get it in the first scene. You see the creature. They burn him, so they, like... Try to fix him back up. Then he's got these like giant uh, heat, so they have to put lungs in him, and you know his gills were burnt. He looks horrible. Yeah, it's 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 fun, but it was the death of the creature. Mm. It was the death of the creature. But um, but yeah, I, I, the mummy uh, Zeta Yahan, who was the girl in the mummy, phenomenal actress. Oh, she she, she knocked it out of the park. Oh, she was amazing, and it's funny because she stopped doing acting because of that movie. Really? Did it yeah, fuck the, her up that the, bad? The, the director. So the director of that movie, it was his directorial debut. He did the cinematography for Dracula. Mm-hmm. And he was, again, he was he did a lot of cinematography for Todd Browning, too. But he did the whole, and that's, and it's, when you watch that movie, you see a lot of the same kind of imagery, like, you know, cinema, you can feel the same cinematography yeah. like in Dracula. But really, too, if you think about it, it is similar to Dracula, too. If mm-hmm. you really think about it, it's got the same plot, kind of the same plot. Yeah, really a little bit. It. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, but yeah, he was basically like like verbally abusive. He like treated her like it was boot camp, and he. But she, he was, really kind of like ruined her entire right. acting experience. Right. Yeah, but also she was very much into the occult and Egyptology, and she was. Yeah. it's like she thought she was like she. Well, that's why she was perfect for the role because she was familiar mm-hmm. with the in, everything that this this particular movie is about. Yeah, she was that movie's Renfield. Oh, hundred percent. She 100%. was she was the but, Dwight Fry of that particular film. Oh, hundred percent. But she had way more screen time and it was oh, great. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And she's still well. Her and uh, that's another thing. Boris Karloff is fantastic with Art of Bay. Yeah, like he just his just quiet, skinny, and he's just like just a, just gentle oh, man. Yeah, it's that's so a, good. I, I love the Mummy. That is a good one too. It's it's a great movie. So good pick. Good pick. Thank you. Uh, so what's your number two? The Deuce. The Invisible Man. Okay. Uh, Excellent. I love that movie. It is again James Whale. Yep. Same director who did Bride of Frankenstein yep. and Frankenstein uh, and the Old Dark House. It, it it that movie is a quintessential James Whale movie. It's got the humor. It's got it's got some black comedy. Also, the Invisible Man has the most kills. He kills I think 120 people in that movie. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. He's got a lot. A lot of, he's got a lot of kills in that movie. Oh. Um, and Claude Rains as the Invisible Man because it was crazy because he um, and again he was a foreigner too and I can't remember where he came from, but he was in the World War One. And he had... Uh, oh, he was he, a veteran? Yeah, he was a veteran. He fought Fucking World War One, and he uh, had some uh, damage. He, he was gassed, and so he had speech problems. Mm-hmm. But James Whale, I think... I don't I don't remember the story, but he like heard him, and he was like, wait, this is a guy I want for my movie. 
And so, but Claude Rains just, he is fun. And also Claude Rains, well, Claude Rains is the dad in The Wolfman. Yeah. He's Lawrence Tarbert's dad in The Wolfman. Right. Um, but Claude Rains just, I, I, and again, and you've got um, the bartender lady. She's also in uh, Bride of Frankenstein, and I can't remember her damn name off the top of my head. Uh, screamy lady, very mm-hmm. loud. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's a great, she's like, she's a great, very entertaining lady. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a great. Yeah, I love Invisible Man. It's, it's just, it's a fun movie. It's a fun, it, James Whale. It's a fun James Whale movie, man. It, uh, it's a good one. Tab, what, I, I again, I can go on. Tab, what's your? Uh, My number two, two was Frankenstein. Hell yeah, hell yeah. My, it seems like ours are reversed. My least is your favorites, and my favorites are your least. So. Well, my number two is also Dracula. Okay. okay. So, I do have an honorable mention, though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Honorable mention? I do. Mm. Before we dive into number one. Sure. Do you have an honorable mention? Oh, my Millennium Falcon bottle opener hit my penis again. <laughs> <laughs> Not my pee-pee. My penis! <laughs> I don't have a penis! God, best nights ever. We that need to do fun. like a... A, a haunt podcast. A haunt podcast. <laughs> the best, best haunts. Oh, yeah. Uh, best best nights. nights. Yeah, best nights. Oh, oh best okay. nights. Absolutely. So do uh, you have an honorable mention? I guess one I... Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. One that, one that you wanted to add to the list, but you couldn't because of others? <sighs> no, I, Mine, honestly, yeah, yeah. from a special effects... Standpoint would be creature from the black again. I was gonna okay. say cre- I was gonna say creature myself. Like uh, the movie itself, I mean, it was okay, but if it wasn't for the makeup on the creature, it it would have just been black. Well, I mean, like no, I I I think it's a great movie, but like to me, like it was the end of the Universal era. Like mm. that was the last one. Like to me, when I like because it was 1954. If I'm correct, technically um, the Universal era ended in the '50s, right? Yeah. And it, and that's but why that's why the creatures in there. But like that like, was the it, it lost uh, its it lost that creepy Universal monster undertone. But uh, I was going to say that too. I was going to say def- definitely creature. But like I love the movie. The movie's great itself. I think Revenge of the Creature is Jurassic Park. Mm. Yes, it is basically Jurassic Park. They yeah. bring the cre- they bring the creature to Sea World. It escapes. Uh, Revenge is a gr- uh, that's a great sequel. Revenge too. is better than it. the first. Yeah, the I'm, sequel. I is haven't better. seen it. Don't, I need to. I don't know if I would say it's better. It's more entertaining. That's that's why I think it's yeah, better. It's it, more it feels like it has. There's you get the creature from the Black Lagoon, but there's, the there's, Black Lagoon. Yeah, <laughs> mouthful of marbles. But there's more <laughs> to it. Mm-hmm. You get. Oh, and the creature's kills are awesome in that movie too. Although yeah. he does kill a dog, which is pretty sad. But I mean, Rude. but he's a monster. He's it, right. You, you can't the, a monster. He, you well, not a monster. He's a creature. He's an animal. Right. Right. He's right. a prehistoric animal that's still alive. So I mean, he's going to do what he does. Right. But well, that's a good one. My okay. honorable mention is the creature is not the creature from the Black Lagoon. Sorry. What so is your honorable honor. mention? My honorable mention is Frankenstein. Okay. 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 I get it. No. Yeah. It's fun. It, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. <laughs> their own wrong opinion. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, I get it, man. All right, well then, let's go with number one. Number one. What is your number one there? Fuck your honorable mention. Number one's Frankenstein. For okay. me, okay. It's, it's my favorite Universal monster movie. Uh, it's probably in my top ten favorite movies of all time, for okay. sure. I I watch it every spooky season. Uh, it's. I don't know. It's the best. It's I I I love it. Boris Karloff. 
uh, did a phenomenal job. Well, yeah, Boris Koloff. I mean, uh, Dwight Fry. Even though he plays uh, Fitz, Fitz, Fritz, 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 he plays Fritz. No, He's, Fitz is that guy from that, uh, bourbon, that one Bourbon Heck podcast or whatever uh, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Fitz from I Whiskey mean, Hell. But Fritz, uh, Colin Clive. Uh, I love it. Uh, Frankenstein is definitely my. It's probably my favorite one, man. I. Yeah, I love it. Phenomenal. It's creepy. Like the atmosphere is phenomenal. It's. I like the way that yours are kind of similar to our mm-hmm. our top fives. Like mm-hmm. we're very similar. Mm-hmm. What's your number? Uno? Yeah, what's your My num- number one. Dracula. No, yeah. just just for the fact that it's hysterical and I love them. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. It's it's a great. I, it's, one. it's my it's, number it's one. Abbott and Co- it's the right. first ever horror comedy. They, uh, mm, I don't know if I don't know. If I'm talking about like if you're category. You mix yeah. the when funny I, when, well, with the scary. When I say the, horror comedy, I'm putting this in the category well, with put, like Evil Dead Two. Yeah, Tucker and Dale. Dale. Correct. Right. That. Correct. I get that. it. Right. 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 And 100%. they 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 opened it like they were the first mm-hmm. persons to do that. But I, I, Abbott and Costello meet Frank and. I would love to have seen the Three Stooges. I would love to have seen the Stooges crossover with the horror, um, like I, the Three the Stooges three meet Dracula with the top three. Yeah, or, I think yeah. they did. Uh, they did some animated ones where they kind of tried to do Scooby Doo. Yeah, but that's thing. Yeah, no, it wasn't the same. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. It would have been funny if the Three Stooges the met the top three, like Frankenstein, Dracula, and Frankenstein. Yeah. Like, like, boom! It would have been hilarious. Well, and that was like that was another like universal. You know, crossover, uh, crossover. Type thing. yeah, it's yeah. a total crossover. Yeah, but that's my number one because it's so funny to me, and it's it's oh, it still it's a me good up, time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <coughs> oh, dude, yeah, it yeah, it's <laughs> Well, we already oh, talked shit. about my number one. What's that? It's the Revenge of the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Is that your number one? That's my number Uno, bro. Oh my god! Yeah, Hell yeah, they're so unique. <laughs> Fucking. Love that movie. It's so good. It is. It's a dude. Love it. It is. I love. I love revenge, dude. It's and I do exactly what you said. I get. I. I get total Jurassic Park vibes from that movie. Oh yeah. If oh, I yeah. watch Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park makes me think of that movie. Yeah, revenge is. But with SeaWorld. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But with SeaWorld, instead of Shamu, you've got the creature. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know. Yeah. Ah oh, man. All these are good. I love all these. So we did a poll on Twitter of your favorite Universal Studios monster. Okay. Surprisingly enough, Frankenstein's monster got zero. Oh, f- nobody. Oh, oh, we're talking about. So this is favorite monster. I, this is on the our, favorite monster on our okay. Twitter account. I posted a, f- a few days ago. I said, "Who is your favorite Universal monster? Dracula, mummy. Frankenstein, Mummy, and Wolfman." Yep. Uh, Frankenstein got zero, zero votes. The Mummy came in at number three at 13%. Mm. Wolfman at 38%. Creatures and Dracula mean. won at 50%. Okay, yeah. interesting. Um, oh god i just ran into <laughs> the stone age i just ran into the porn stash uh the newest episode of cock razor Nope, go ahead. It, it, it's it's a porn parody called Cock Razor. No, it's no, horrible. No, I'm good. Oh, it's I'm the sure stupidest it fucking movie, but it's oh, the funny mask shit. is like 
14 sizes too big for his head and they oh, have sure. penises it as was, the, oh, I, I imagine it's I clearly bought at party soon, city soon as you say cock razor i imagine there was okay penises so instead of pins everybody shared the um the the poster of we dive into the classic horror mm-hmm. i'm proud of my things. poster for that it's beautiful it's gorgeous it's great it's fantastic I made that. oh wonderful i made yeah. that i love it uh no one commented but everybody liked it and Good. shared it uh 20 likes 14 so there's probably like oh. 60,000 likes um so nobody commented but uh dracula I- took the poll <sighs> well i got one for y'all okay kind of a not off topic sure Universal Monster remakes. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Dracula, Gary Oldman, Bram Stoker. Even, even, yep. uh, I do. Even though, like, I do believe it's not you technically by Universal, but they took it. It's Dracula. Exactly. I, I, Absolutely. I, yeah, that one's. That one's. That that's so good. Yeah. That, again, that's probably a movie that's mm, in my top ten. You've minus. Got, well, you've got, you've got that, and then you've got Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which was made by. Um, yeah. Uh, God, my God, I had his name on the tip of my tongue. Um, oh, 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 it's... Um, with Hannah Labotta Carter and... Yes. Guy. The guy who played uh, that wizard in Harry Potter 2. Oh, the, my God, I hate you for this. Cornish Pixies. When you say that wizard in Harry Potter, you're going to have to be a lot more specific, because <laughs> that's everybody in I Harry know, Potter. That one flamboyant <laughs> wizard, Cornish Pixies. Um, um, oh, that... Douche nozzle. Oh, he's yeah. I almost wanted to say the f word. Fuck right. face. <laughs> nah, he, you can yeah, say his it. Character, it's our podcast. Nah, fuck, his, fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, that's his fat. character's very douche. No, not that f word. <laughs> oh, not that f word. That fat piece of shit. There we go. There we go. You didn't let I, me finish. I, I, yeah. Um. Now, uh, but uh, Dracula was absolutely amazing, and I love Keanu Reeves, but he fucking sucked. Ass. Oh yeah, him. I mean, uh, again, him and Winona Ryder. Oh, brought, they. Oh. You had two. Phenomenal actors, Gary oh, yeah. Oldman and Anthony Hopkins, stole it. Then you oh, had took it, yeah. But then you have Keanu. Winona was okay. Yeah, she was she's okay, mediocre. Mediocre. You know what's another? And it's from Universal, and they tried to make it, and they was it was oh the mummy with uh, Tom Brandon, Cruise. No, Brandon. Oh, Brandon Fraser. Well, that That's was, still a good one. That they. Took, I love the movie, and I they, love Brandon I mean, Fraser. Well, they, they took character names from you know yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, they and. It's, it is it technically is a, a remake. Technically, yeah, but it it, it was fun. I, that's a good fun. I love I love the Mummy. That is I love that movie so much. The Mummy and the Mummy. I like the the sequel. Both. Mummy Returns. Like the, yeah, yeah I loved Returns. it. It's fantastic. You're on the wrong side of the river. <laughs> hey, hey, McConnell. Looks like I've got all the horses. <laughs> hey, Benny. Benny. Looks, looks like, like you're on the wrong side of the river. <laughs> it's, uh, it's that one's. Fu- I uh, fucking love it. It would have been funny if Liv Tyler said that in Fellowship. <laughs> oh my god, no, they need to dub that. They need to dub that. They should. I'm uh, actually in a bunch of Facebook groups that uh, talk about the Mummy, like people who are obsessed with it, and they are hilarious. Yeah. The memes and everything they come up with it is fucking great. Uh, would you we guys, don't we well, don't have time to listen to you rant about how much you hated the Wolfman remake with no uh, I didn't hate Benicio it Benicio del Toro I did not hate it I, I was going to bring it, that up I didn't like it I know it's I, just the I, ending was stupid it's, it, it to me I feel the same way I feel about it and I've seen that movie I've seen it enough I feel it's the a, same way I feel about Halloween Kills it's a 50, guilty pleasure fifty percent of that movie I absolutely love then fifty percent of it I'm just like what his, is going on his transformation when he's in in the chair mm. in the straitjacket that was. Bad as fuck. I love it. It was, it was 
I liked it. I liked it. It was dope, but like the thing that pissed me off is you had Rick Baker. It just you had Rick Baker, the horror makeup master there, and they could have did the man behind the fucking xenomorph. Right. Well, uh, uh. Uh, and I mean American Werewolf in London. Yeah, you know he did. I mean he could have redid it and made it amazing, but what did they do? CGI. Yeah. So that that disapp- and think that that part of me just that disappointed well, me. Well, I think they did it CGI because there time was reasons behind time. it. That too. Time. That could have been time, one of them. Finance money, but I mean, I, yeah. Again, I can rant about Wolfman as well. The remake of Wolfman. Now, did you got what was it? Dracula Untold. That's another one. Uh, Dracula 2000. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm Gerard <laughs> Butler, and I'm going to fuck this bitch on the ceiling. I am the <laughs> Butler. I'm the Dracula. I'm the Dracula. I'm the Dracula. When he's walking down the riverbank after the van crash. Yes. The the that filter and yeah. the, that w- that was creepy. Cool. Was it is a it f- creeps me the fuck out. Yeah. It's a fun two thousands and it's Gerard Butler dementia horror mo- dimension horror movie. That that was plus Gerard's- it's got Hyde in it. Oh yeah, wait. yeah Hyde. Well, he's in it for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, the two thousands were like a really good time for good remakes mm. to bring. Well, I mean, like to fun. bring fun yeah. actors, fun fun times, mm. fun vibes. But like that was Gerard Butler's peak. That well, no, that, well, no, that was not his peak. No, well, no that was three hundred. That was also in the two well, thousands. No, that was like yeah, two thousand one. No, 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 no. Zack Snyder. No, Zack no, Snyder like directed three hundred. Oh. It was like two thousand seven or eight. Yeah. Still, it's between two thousand two thousand ten. Anything uh, after ten, you suck. Because right, Zack Snyder did three hundred, and he did that after. Uh, Dawn of the Dead in 2004. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Dawn of the Dead was his first like major yeah. directorial debut. Mm. But I've had really I've I've had a great time tonight. Oh. Do you yeah. have something else to say? Oh, shut no, the fuck I, up. So exactly, that's going to do yeah. it for this. <laughs> no, well, no, 100%. He's right. I, again, I can talk about Universal Monsters no. movies. I mean, I still haven't covered The Mummy. I haven't covered any of the sequels. We can do that at another day. We'll do, I, I love them we all. We can do that next year. Yeah. Uh, Next year for Happy Hour Ween. Happy Hour Ween 2, Ooh. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for having me on. I had a good time. No, talk, of course. Talking about a subject that I absolutely love. Of course. It always makes it fun when it's you talk about It's all for you, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not a Universal Monster movie. <laughs> gatekeeping. Gatekeeping. <laughs> Yeah, my acne cream. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Creep out your sister. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick before we close, did you guys see the no. Invisible Man remake? The, the what? The Invisible Man remake, the one that Yes. Came? No, no, yes. I have not. The Bloomhouse one. I have not I liked watched it. it. Was it? I have I not watched it. it. It's okay. I, I liked it okay. I didn't okay. love it. There I don't you two have never seen it, so I don't want to ruin it. Okay. But they show it. How the Invisible Man is invisible, and it's kind of fucking stupid. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I, I, inject a serum into I need, myself. I need to watch it. Hollow Man, however, mm. with Kevin Bacon, is fucking awesome. Okay, okay. I've never seen that either. So. You've never seen Hollow it's, Man it's, with it's Kevin Bacon? It's kind of like a, a I know, early 2000s. It's kind of, of like a stepchild of Invisible Man. I'm just gonna see it. I, I need to see. It. I'm just for me. I'm one of those. It's like you know what? If I want to watch something Universal Monsters, I'm gonna go back to the OGs. the originals. Let's go. OGs. Yeah. But I mean, gangsta. The the Universal remakes aren't as good as the slasher remakes, like the Friday the Thirteenth remake from '09, the right. Texas Chainsaw from '03. Mm-hmm. Those. But yeah. we'll get into that. Yeah, it's an. Fuck all of you because the Nightmare on Elm Street remake was fucking dope. 
It was okay. That that's that's for two episodes <laughs> from now. But <laughs> next week, you guys can tune in when we uh, dive found, into found footage. I'm so excited about found footage. Love oh my it. god! I will not be here, but we know we don't care unless yeah. you want to. <laughs> I've, I've probably got a show or something. Oh, uh, probably. Uh, but so, I will, do you want to? I will say this though. Troll Hunter, watch it before that. Okay. Watch, watch Troll. Yeah, Hunter. It, it's that's, going that's down. A found that yeah, is that's actually a great down found footage yep. movie. That's probably my favorite found footage movie. My favorite one. Uh, spo- uh, spoiler no, alert. We'll go. We'll we'll we'll, uh, yeah. we'll do you it can, next week. You can edit this out. Uh, <laughs> I, you're the one who's. At, oh yeah, it is my edit. <laughs> uh, the Phoenix Incident. Never seen it. So good. It's gotta a, watch it. It's you. Okay. One. But anyway, uh, Jace, do you want to plug what you're doing, your bands, your shows, what's going on? Let's I can. Go. I mean, real quick. Uh, I mean, I got She. Look up She Louisville, S-H-I. That's my Doom band. Uh, we're playing a show tomorrow. Can't remember the name of the venue off the top of my head. It's a brand new venue. It's probably Magbar. No, 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 no. no. That's uh, <laughs> no. But if you guys are interested, uh, my band She and my other band Stonecutters, True Stonecutters, are uh, playing at Magbar on New Year's Eve. Uh, with uh, Redivider and Baptize. It is a She Buddies band, band thing going on where uh, some of our band members are in other bands and we're just kind of getting together, having a good time, drinking some beers, and, you know, for the New Year's. Anything uh, new with Crown of Serpents? No. It's so, I, I would say we're on a hiatus. I, I, I've got to. Jesus Christ. I, I know. i got to get the pedal to the metal on writing material. <laughs> I've got songs. i got about five songs going on, but it's going to happen. We're going to do an album release. That's the goal. But Sounds good. You can also find she on Spotify. Yeah, she. If you look, uh, and it's don't look up she s h i. Look up. Uh, uh, we will actually throw it in the show notes okay, on yep. where to find I, it. Yep. I have I because I'm following she on Spotify, so I can just copy and paste the link. Yep, Perfect. it'll go. It'll go on the show notes. So Perfect. if you want to listen, hit our show notes. Perfect. Yeah, or just look up Basement Wizard or depressive suicidal stoner doom. But I was <laughs> that's the name of our first album. But yeah, I would just look up Basement Wizard. You can't, there's no band called that. Well, I think we're the only thing called that. There we go. Basement Wizard. You'll find the album. King Enjoy. Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, they're, gr- they're rad. That's a great fucking Power Rangers looking ass band. Yeah, that's a great Power <laughs> Ranger monster for sure. <laughs> but, well, again, guys, thank you for having me on. Of course. 100%. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming on the show. No, no problem. And uh, talking with us about Universal Monster Movies. Yep. And, as always, uh, if you want to follow us and check out all of our dumb shit, you can go to Link tr.ee forward slash happy hour podcast three there you can find all of our socials our merch store last call merch buy some shit and you can check out all of our content and also uh don't forget about unfortunate whores thank you i couldn't say i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) my brain was like no don't say it so uh i along with Lisa from Designated Quizzers and Jen from What I Had Heard Was, create the amazing funny trio of Unfortunate Whores. Mm-hmm. You cannot also, you you cannot also, you cannot forget about I mean, our... You can. uh, no, you cannot <laughs> forget about Pollyanna Amazing <laughs> from Buried Pleasures, nah. who is also a guest whenever one of us can't be there and, and the, the female stuff. <laughs> Go females. Girl Woo! shit. Girl power. Girls. Ew. Cooties. <laughs> Gross. Tampons. Bloody tampons. <laughs> tampons and boobs. <laughs> Bubes. Bubes. <laughs> but no, thank you guys so much for listening in. Thank you for joining. Um, leave us comments. Anything that you want to. Oh. And uh, 
Hit us with a five-star rating on Good Pods. We need to get back up there. Jesus Christ. Let us, and don't just do a five-star. Let us know what you think. Reviews are helpful. Absolutely. It gives concerns. I love, yes. I love concerns. If oh, you yeah. hate us, then put your stupid wrong opinion. If you like it, we thank you and we love you. Roast and we'll send you a free t-shirt. Roast these guys. Roast Says them. you. No. <laughs> no, you can buy your own shirt. Yeah, you want something? Buy it. Buy the merch. Buy the merch. Give goes, us your money, you goes pecker face. Al- goes towards alcohol. It really does, because that's what fuels Happy Hour Podcast. Yes. Oh, also in our link tree, you can check out our sponsor's website, bosquycoffeeroasters.com. Which you heard the sponsor about uh, 45 minutes ago. Give or take. Man, Pumpkin Festival is my favorite. Pumpkins, it's October. It is October. Thank you so much for joining us on Happy Hour Ween. That is going to do it for this episode. Tune in again next week when we cover found footage. Always check your candy, always wear a costume, and never, ever blow out your jack-o'-lanterns before Halloween is over. Good night.